Can you imagine that, that, um, you, you know, like the, the application or interview, you know, like, do you fit any of these demographics? Mm, are you sure you're not a lesbian? Maybe, maybe just a little bit? Because everybody is, right? Would you consider bi? <laughs> Which right? is pretty like broad. The, you could kiss one woman and you're in. Right. Oh, good. Just do that right now and, and you can have the part. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks so much for being a listener, watcher, however you're consuming this. Uh, And also, thank you for being a part of the uncloseted conservative army, where the rules are simple. We fight tyranny Uh, anytime, any day, any tyrant. Uh, The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack. Guys, make your immune system clean, resilient, and resistant. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different immunodeficiency disorders, poor diets, lack of sleep, or adverse reactions to various different types of vaccines. Z-Stack offers a range of supplements to support your immune system, whether you're a child, an adult, or one of our more experienced listeners. Uh, thanks for watching and listening, by the way. If you are a child adult or one of those more experienced listeners, Dr. Z's source clean and healthy ingredients to bring you some of the best supplements available, essentials like zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, and more. Guys, Z-Stack vitamins are kosher, they're GMP certified, and they're made right here in the good old US of A. So until the collapse, you can get them regardless of supply chain issues. Go to djomobleyshow.com slash Z-Stack. Use promo code Z-Stack anywhere on zstacklife.com to have those prices adjusted for you. Guys, it's djomobleyshow.com slash Z-Stack. The promo code is Mobley. As always, so thanks for them for sponsoring today's show. Guys, we've got an awesome guest. She's a social media rock star, a patriot, a police wife, and the host of the Elsa Kurt show. That might have revealed it for you. We've got Elsa Kurt on today's show. We're going to be talking about, well, whatever we feel like talking about because it's Friday and it's my show, and that's how we roll. Guys, all that more, and it all starts right now. Elsa. Well, hello there. Good to see you. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited. Of course. So this is super weird because I've got like your face on all of the monitors here. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's just like, like nobody like, needs to see that yeah, much I, of me. I need to try and get this. Uh, oh, I have one. Where's my, um, I think I have one. Oh. I can't find it, but I, I think I have one of those little screens, but uh, so, guys, the website is not on this page. It's on this page. It's elsahurt.com. Make sure you go there. Follow her. 
all over the interwebs. Um, the funniest place for me is TikTok because uh, it's kind of her thing if you're unaware. Uh, but yeah, so go to elsapert.com. Uh, people, you know, I blame the Department of Education. We have like a real epidemic of poor spellers. So I'll spell it for you. <laughs> it's super hard, super hard, folks. Elsa is E-L-S-A and Kurt is K-U-R-T. ElsaKurt.com, go to the website. It's also linked below. So if you just totally can't spell, then right below our little floating talking faces, you can just click it at the press of a button. And of course, next week, guys listening on podcast, uh, after you rate and review the show, because you know we love that, uh, go ahead and subscribe to Elsa's podcast. It's going to be linked. You just have to press the... It's a touch screen, guys. You just press the button. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be any easier. Uh, so Elsa, how are you? How are you doing? I am great. Thank you. I love how easy you make it for everyone. We we are in a... you know Simplicity is a must society now. So you make that... Um, you make it so. That's so awesome. But yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? See... You're very gracious because she's saying make it simple, but it, it's really because people have gotten dumber. Uh, and, and I hate to say this, but you know, I've yeah, been well, played by to- it. And even people that listen to our shows, we've I was listening to something the other day and it was like, do you realize that we've stopped pronouncing T's? And I said a couple of words and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't use whatever propaganda campaign they ran to get us to stop saying T uh, has worked. <laughs> has worked. It's worked. So many of their tactics have worked. And and even for the most aware, awake person, not that other word, um, it, it seeps into our vocabulary, into our existence, into our thought patterns. Um, yeah, it's a diabolically brilliant of them to, to do what they've done. And yes, our attention spans are, um, you know, it's bad when, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you are scrolling through social media, for example, and it shows you that there's an article that you might want to read, it tells you how long it'll take you to read it. Yeah. Like, you know, so people look at it and they go, oh, three minutes, it's going to take me three minutes to read that. Oh, that's too long. I can't do it. You know, that's, that's where we're at. Man, it's a real writing for anyone that writes op-eds. And I encourage you to just like I, you know, a big part of my show is come, it used to be coming out of the conservative closet. Now it's really coming out of whatever closet you're in. And there's a relative of mine. Uh, she's, she's a Democrat. Um, but she's also very patriotic and she's in the closet about being pro-gun because it's unacceptable mm. to her leftist colleagues and she lives in California. Uh, but, the, you know, she's got AR-15s in every room in the house. Her kids know how to use them. They know it's for killing bad guys and, you know, slaying governments, not for like plinking or whatever. Uh, but anyway, a huge part of that um, is... is of coming out of whatever closet you're in is being in the public square. And an awesome way to do that is to write op-eds, especially like all of your little local papers. Um, you know, maybe you start a blog, uh, but it's weird, but op-eds are still kind of important. And if you, if you set out the right one and you're like, okay, I have this two or three minute kind of cap because then no one will read it. It really turns into a creative writing assignment, like real quick. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah. That's I, so true. That's so true. Yeah, that you know, I love that. That's a great bright side to it. That you know, it does it does make you a more succinct writer for sure. That you know, you have oh, to yeah. get your information in as few words as possible, whether it's writing or speaking, really, right? Like get your point across, you know, as fast as you can. And and for somebody like me who is by nature, thanks, Dad, uh, very wordy. You know, that's it's been a great 
it's been a great learning experience to, you know, learn to shut up more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same here. I'm terrible. It's funny because I, I'm a podcaster, but I'm terrible at asking questions. I'm constantly, I'm a student of broadcast, I say. So I'm trying to get better at asking questions. And here, you'll be the benefit, the beneficiary of that because I'm learning about talk about questions, which is just, you know, tell me about, talk about, and then fill in the blank mm-hmm. and then kind of get out of there. Um, Joe Rogan does a great job of this. Jamie Foxx is actually the master of talk about questions and when he's interviewing people. Um, and he's also just incredibly funny. So maybe I'll be Jamie Foxx when I grow up. Uh, nice. I, I like that. Yeah, I um, I, I do. I, I spend a, a fair amount of time or at least try to spend a fair amount of time watching the pros um, because I'm in the same boat. You know, I'm actually in my in my personal life, in my private life. I'm not a big communicator. Um, and, you know, so, of course, that makes perfect sense that I would choose a, a lane, an avenue where you're talking and listening so much because, you know, yeah bizarre, but this is the things that, that, that we do, or at least that I do. And, um, so yeah, so it has been for me as well, quite a lesson in, um, learning how to have those types of dialogues with people and sitting back and listening and giving them the space to, to do that. So yeah, I'm right there with you on that. Do you have this thing that I have, uh, as, as a law enforcement spouse, I'm guessing so, but so my career was law enforcement, military, I did intelligence for a time. I've always been that security person. So I I'm intensely private. Like like my birthday on the internet is fake. Like sorry guys, still yeah. send send me the birthday cards. I love them whatever. That's not actually my birthday. Um <laughs> and and people who know me, there's there's one or two fans who know me, know me like outside of the show and they're still bugged that they don't know when my birthday is. They're like, "Come on. Like come on, we do meals together." Right. Um so it was hugely uncomfortable for me to I was off social media except for LinkedIn to start a podcast and and everything that comes with it the social media play and the followers and and um the I don't consider myself on the influencer model I consider myself ecom model which is why I sell snarky shirts on my <laughs> website um and we'll get into courses and training that's kind of like the sneak peek for in the future guys but like I'm, I'm just an intensely private, like Ron Swanson type dude, and I hate having like to say like I have a fan. Like I was right. in Virginia Beach a few weeks ago, and with all of these like bona fide celebrity, Clark was there, General Flynn was there, and for people to walk up and want to take a picture with me is super uncomfortable. Yes, because um, yeah. I'm like I want to be like that nameless, faceless person, but you know, the collapse of the Republic and all and the economy is burning down to the ground. So I, I I figure these are sacrifices that we have to make. Yes, exactly. I love the way you just said that. Yeah, that's so true and and highly, highly relatable, you know, in my regular life, as we call it, you know, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I mean, 10 minutes ago, I was just dragging the, the garbage barrel up the driveway. You know what I mean? Like it's such regular life. So when somebody does say something, usually for me, because I'm a bit of a recluse and, and I don't do a lot of appearances. I do a handful here Are and there. Are you an introvert? I'm a wicked introvert. Whoa, yeah. wow. Yes. See? After, yeah. this, after this, I will decompress for like an hour. I'll put on like my warm, fuzzy clothes <laughs> and like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I have on my warm, fuzzy 
My Pillow Slippers that are a sponsor of the show. MyPillow.com, nice. promo code Mobley. I love that. Well done. Well done. I like that a lot. And they do look so cozy. I love that. But yeah, absolutely. Total, um, total introvert. And you wow. just, um, and I'm sure you know it too. You just kind of flip the switch, so to speak, you know, when you're, you're on air personality, which is not to say it's not real. Uh, this is truly, you know, everything I do, whether it's the TikTok videos or the Elsa Kurt show or uh, author events, all of those things, you're getting real me. Like this is me. This is just the version that you're getting of me is a different version than the one my husband gets or my kids get, you know, and we all do that. We're all, there's different, we're, we're multifaceted, you know, or if we're like Shrek, you know, we have lots of layers. We're like an onion. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, um, uh, that has been an adjustment more so probably for my husband, uh, than me, because we have lived a very private life. Um, we don't really have any, uh, law enforcement identifiers, uh, on, on our persons when we go out, you know, I laugh some people, uh, in law enforcement way back, not anymore. I haven't seen it happen, but, uh, I'm not wearing one today, but a lot of times I'll wear a, a thin blue line. Uh, baseball cap or some type of clothing or something on air or in a video. And, you know, somebody will, you know, take, uh, not offense to it, but get a little mad about it and say, oh, you shouldn't be wearing, you know, stuff that identifies you, you know, you're making yourself a target and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I have a couple answers to that. Um, first of all, honey, I carry, so come and get it. You know, that's one answer. And two, um, I don't typically wear this stuff out and not because I'm not proud of it, um, but because I, I don't, for my husband's sake, you know, I try not to broadcast it too much because um, he'll worry, you know, he'll be worried about, he already worries, you know, he worries about my safety and all of those things with my big fat mouth running all the time. Um, but the flip side of that is if we don't, Joe, you know, if we don't, who will? So we have to, we have to be the people who speak up and encourage other people to speak up and stand for what's right. And, um, and this country really, I mean, everything that you're saying, everything that you stand for is well, uh, tyranny, all of those things, the, the quiet people need to find their voices. And, um, you know, I was one of those quiet people and, uh, not anymore. <laughs> I, Always tell I, I have a lot of the con usually out in public. Um, the most controversial thing that I wear, I'm usually wearing my bright red, shiny, you know, MAGA hat. And I say MAGA, which triggers a lot of people because it's MAGA. <laughs> I know, I know, folks, it's fine. I can it's do fine. what I want. Uh, okay. yeah, so I, I say MAGA, I say MAGA on like one or two programs because I know that the host, like, if I'm doing something for someone else. Uh, but usually out in public, I'm kind of, you know, stripped down, absent of uh, indicators. Uh, some people are like, I was in the army for 11 years, but I don't have any tattoos. Mm. Uh, so some people are like, if you were in the army and you don't have any tattoos, were you ever really in the army? Um, so typically, unless someone is like us and they're looking, they do those scans. I'm always looking at hands and waist if you want to harm me. 99.9% .9 of times you got to use your hands unless you've got some kind of poison or something. If that's you, then you earned it. Okay. You deserve you earned it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, that's initiative right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I do that quick waste in hands, but the, so basically the indicator that's usually on me is, um, one of the memorial bracelets that I'll wear and that's, it's whatever. Um, but I tell people like, you probably have this moment too, 
I will speak in the public square or wear the stupid hat, which by the way, for you Christians out there, my MAGA hat starts more conversations that lead to, um, you know, the problem of evil that lead to the cross that lead to me having a conversation about the gospel with a total stranger because they were so outraged at the hat. That's why I wear it. So newsflash, but I'll do that. And like today I've got the back of this shirt is, um, I can show it because we have the internet. Um, I'm wearing uh, open. I'm wearing this one today, which of course just triggers people immediately uh, with the calibers all faster than dialing 911, uh, which is true, folks, uh, much faster than dialing 911. Um, law enforcement's great, but a lot of times the, the capacity is just keeping a, a really well-organized document of what went down uh, before they were there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But we'll do we'll do the podcast and be uncomfortable to avoid this. The the Christmas Eve, you know, sailing across the frozen river to go engage in warfare. That, right. That's a solid trade, you know, podcasting yeah. and yeah. Um, you you talk about spouses. This is I haven't looked for a while, but my SEO you know, you try and increase your SEO strategy. So I would be right. looking and Joe Mobley was the number one thing searched for Joe Mobley. Uh, the number two thing was, is Joe Mobley married? And the number three thing was an image search of my wife, uh, which is so weird. <laughs> uh, so weird. Uh, but yeah, it's whatever. The internet's... Uh, so crazy. Well, you know, I like place. your search is better than mine. You know, when mine comes up, the first thing that comes up is, uh, I think it's like a Kamala Harris impersonator or something, you know, something along those lines that just identifies me. So, so now I'm getting identified as her, so to speak. <laughs> in some ways oh boy. or I think the the last one was uh, I think it said Elsa Kurt don't stop believing because a, a viral video that I I impersonated her reading the lyrics to that and that you know became oh, a thing oh I haven't so, seen that one oh yeah, my god I'll have to watch I, it I didn't even think it was a good one to be honest with you like I you know you know That's we just talked about how, it how we yeah you know, how we critique ourselves or criticize ourselves. I was like, oh, I didn't do a good job on that one. I, I could have done this. I could have done that. And I posted it anyway. And somehow that one got picked up. I was like, really? That's the one you guys picked? Come on. Oh, so friends, family, or fans, just know the worst thing you could send us is like a video of ourselves speaking. That's just like the worst. <laughs> it's, like, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's so cringe <laughs> to, to use the, like my if my kids who are adults, if they heard me say the word cringe, they would have cringed, but I, I couldn't help yeah. myself. I like that one. Have, um, have you experienced this one? I, uh, I listen to podcasts and fast forward. I do, except for Ben Shapiro, you know, to save time. But I've never considered myself that way. So I walked downstairs, you know, several months ago. My wife is listening to me on like 2x speed. <laughs> it was nuts. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. That's so funny. You know, I never, like I avoid asking friends and family members if they ever watch my stuff, uh, mainly because I don't want to know the answer. I don't want to know if they watch it and I don't want to know if they don't watch it because I'm either going to be embarrassed or hurt. So there's no win, like there's no winning, but people will reach out like friends, you know, a, a friend of mine who um, lived in my state, but moved away. Um, she's, she just told me recently, she's like, you know, I listen to your podcast, you know, every day. I'm like, 
what? <laughs> I don't even this, know how to react is, to that. This is the inside scoop, guys. Like, yeah, it, it we don't know what to do or say. Uh, a, a friend of mine uh, that I go to church with, who, who's an elder, um, was saying the other day, and it's funny because like we're saying this and, and you all will listen, like the, <laughs> um, that he listened to me on a road trip, like all the way, you know, several states out and back. And it's just like, well, what do you say? <laughs> like, oh, what did I say? What episodes? I'm right. thinking about like, oh, I hope I didn't drop it. Because like, like every couple of episodes, especially if I'm particularly upset about something, there'll be some profanity. Sometimes. Sorry, guy. It's okay. They're just yes. like, goodness gracious, no no Christian could ever use that word. I, yeah, I have been internet reprimanded for my propensity <laughs> for curse words. Yeah, somebody commented uh, on my, on a video on YouTube and they're like, um, you know, I really like, you know, the gist of it's like, I really like you, but I'm trying to understand why you, why you feel the need to um, use curse words or swear in your videos. Uh, what, what does, what does that do for you, for you or your video? I'm like, you know, my response was, well, surely you don't expect a grown woman of a certain age to feel the need to explain herself or justify herself to a stranger on the internet. Um, you know, that's just silly to me. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't answer to you. You're not paying my bills. You're not my employer. Uh, you know, I, I, that you would actually think that I should answer to you in that way. Like, don't watch the show. You know, uh, I'm sorry that swearing offends you, but thank I, you. Right? Don't like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, I mean, if I would love you to, bag, I actually, then don't listen. Folks. Yeah. And I actually told him, I said, you know, I would love for you to stay on and keep watching my videos. But if this isn't your cup of tea, you know, that's that's a choice you have to make. And, and I'm OK with that, you know, but to expect that I would explain myself to you is just, you know, that's silly to me. Uh, yep, I I get those as well. It's very <laughs> interesting. Um, so usually I'll just be dead honest. Uh uh, my responses are a little sexist, and here's why. Usually, if it's a woman, it's usually very kind and, oh, you know, thanks so much for whatever. Um, but usually, if it's a guy, an adult male, uh, then I, I usually go in on you guys. And if you've unfortunate, if you've been so unfortunate to send me one of those, you know, um, <laughs> I call many of you the p word. Let's look at the self centering <laughs> here. Um, I say that because you are, uh, and and one or two of you, we've spoken in person. Uh, and you know, as someone who used to be plagued with this as a child, I understand how it can hit as an insult. Um, but the problem is you're a coward. It, it, you're just a coward and you'll never understand. A coward will never understand the actions of a courageous person. So it's not something that we can sit and talk about for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. like cowards will never understand this. This is Christmas right. Eve, you know, wives and kids at home. Uh, why? Why are you in in the frozen boat? Uh, it's like if you have to ask, kind of thing. Right? Um, yeah, exactly. But, like yeah. you know, the, to even ask the question is bizarre to me. You know, and I, I think that's like the the thing that has been quite uh, an eye opener in, in this whole social media life experience. That you know, wow, people will just say things to you that 
maybe they would, maybe these same people would say it to you in person because you said you had some that said stuff to you in person. Um, But generally the case is like, they say things to you on the internet that they wouldn't say to you in person and and in real life. Keyboard warriors, yes. Right? Keyboard Uh warriors, man. Oh, they are something special. They really are. And, you know, and then they get mad and upset when you respond, when you come back at them with, you know, equal or more force. And, you know, that to me is like, well, what did you expect was going to happen? Like, did you think because you said uh, that I'm stupid or a dumb blonde or I don't know what I'm talking about? Did you think I was just going to delete my account and go away because you didn't like it? (laughs) You know, no, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Most of the time, in fairness, I used to I used to go tit for tat a lot back a, a while back early on. And now I'd say about like 90 Seven percent of the time, I don't respond or react to any. I just keep scrolling because I think you know there are a lot of times where the best response is no response. Um, you know, don't value their their stupidity really um, with a response because that's what they want. They want a response. They want a reaction. Um, but occasionally, you know, I can't help myself and I and I have to have to pull out the claws. <laughs> it's so interesting. You're, you're exactly right. Like. People who aren't into TikTok probably don't know. Like TikTok is a lot lot like Twitter with the keyboard warriors. Um, Because Twitter, I'm still on Twitter. My second biggest following is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get a lot of trolls, basically. And so a lot of my audience doesn't TikTok. They're not on TikTok, whatever. Um, But something they probably don't know is like, it's very Twitter-esque in the things that people are willing to say to you and leave in the comments of your videos. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I like kind of famously remember I joined Twitter. I put up an account. It just says Joe Mobley. There's nothing on it. No picture, no nothing. And while I'm like waiting to to launch, you know, what's what's Twitter going to be like? Um, my blank profile gets like, you suck, <laughs> like comments and stuff. And it's like, basically, every, whatever your number of followers are, it's just like a, a, a multiple of, of hate talk that yes. you get. Like, and yeah. some of it's, some of it's really entertaining. I'll just be honest. Some of it's it hilarious. It's funny. It's really funny. Like, you know, it's almost guaranteed that, whoever leaves a nasty comment, it's almost guaranteed that they will have the most atrocious grammar and spelling. You know, (laughs) they can't spell what they're trying to say. And those are the ones I actually have a blast with. And a lot of TikTokers do, you know, that's usually the one, you know, when post the video with the correction of, you know, Y-O-U apostrophe R, you know, because that's a notorious one. Like if you're you're going to come for me, right? If you're going to come for me, at least at least be able to communicate clearly. (laughs) Like I try and be concise with my language. I try, I don't always succeed, but at least I try. So, you know, if you're going to come and attack me, you know, for on the basis of my looks or my beliefs or my opinions, or just for the fact that I exist, you know, at least spell it properly for for God's sake, man. (laughs) It's really funny. I like to, this is very popular on TikTok. I haven't done one of these TikToks where, where you like read people's, comments, whatever. But I love to to retweet them. I should do a TikTok like that. Um, because, you know, it's a comment. 
And it might get a dozen or so. But if you like retweet it, if you put it out on TikTok, then it's going to get some real eyeballs on it. Mm-hmm. And that usually embarrassing. Like that, that's my go-to move now because it's usually yeah, I like embarrassing. That. They get a lot of attention on their accounts that they don't yep. get. Yeah. Um, and it's and guys, you always do this to yourselves. I don't leave comments like that on anyone's social media. If I feel so moved about something, I will send an email and expect it to go straight in the trash. Right. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, same, same. I'm right there with you. I, you know, if anyone and you could, anybody, I don't know how they would do this, but they're more than welcome to try if they're so, so inclined. Um, You could go find every single comment I've ever left on a video. And it is always positive always encouraging, always kind. And and, which is not to say that I love every single video that I I watch. Um, It just goes to say that I'm not leaving anything negative for anyone. And, you know, I, if I don't like something, if I don't like a video, I simply don't watch it and I send it away. I'll, I'll, you know, just, uh, what I forget what it is. I think you like hold the screen and just put not interested or something like that. So if it doesn't interest me and I don't like it and I don't yeah, agree I with it. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the worst millennial in the world, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible at the internet. I, I'm Listen, I'm pretty impressive for an old broad with this technology stuff. I, my, I'm my i better at it than my kids who are 29 and 25. And they're like, mom, I can't even, how I can't even deal with this stuff. So are, yeah. Are you from the Northeast? Uh, yeah. By chance. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard <laughs> someone say old broad said, that I hadn't been related to like in a long time. Uh, yeah. I claim Virginia, but it, it's a secret that I'm actually from Long Island. Uh, but uh, uh-huh. but I mean, I'm I'm a Virginia boy. I grew up here. Uh, yeah, we moved. I was a kid when we moved. Um, so you know, while we're while we're teetering on pissing people off. Um, while doing the interview prep, I don't watch all of your videos. No one could. You post a lot of videos. And they're too great. many videos. I don't watch my videos. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because I, I used to listen to every podcast. I used to be once a week. Um, and some of the artwork still says that Thursday nights at 830. It's like, no, that's not true. I'm not Thursday nights at 830 anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. But there's just too much content for me to re-listen. Uh, but anyway, I, I do interview prep. So I watched a bunch of your content. Uh, and I think you posted one that I think is pretty spicy, but I don't think that you thought it was going to be spicy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which one I'm I'm like, (laughs) and I don't think that it's spicy either, but it's kind of like the mental health one. So the other day, um, you, and I'm not going to pull it out because it's always a huge pain in the butt to play uh, (laughs) TikTok videos on desktop into StreamYard is just... I, again, worst millennial. Um, but you guys should go and watch it. It's uh, it's the other Elsa on on TikTok, and um, yeah. But you said you said something that was very Ali Beth Stucky. I'm like, yeah, no, that makes total sense because they're the culture's like really like it's on my gym playlist. I get it. Uh feeling myself, mm. uh Cardi B and Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. So if people yeah. could, could it's great to see, work out too. Yeah. If could see what I was hear what I was listening to in the gym, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like big black guys listening to what? Uh lots of Broadway. Lots of yeah. I it's weird it. that Beyonce's on my gym playlist. Anyway, um <laughs> but there's that that attitude, you know, I'm enough, I'm this, I'm that. Um and then I'm okay with whatever. And you said, like, 
hey, if you're not okay, that's not okay. You're, yeah. you're kind of supposed to be treating that or trying to get back to center or whatever. And right. I can imagine that you got a lot of unsavory messages. Yeah, yeah, I got some flack for that. And yes, I, I finally do remember which one you're which are one you're referring to. Um, I said, you know, so there's that saying that that um, is very popular these days, which is it's okay to not be okay. And you know, I get the intention of that, you know, and somebody pointed that out in the comments. And I was like, yeah, that's actually worth addressing. They weren't rude. They were, they were fine. They're like, you know, when they say that, you know, they're trying, they're speaking to people who are trying to do everything and pretend that they're okay all the time when they're not okay. I I get the initial intention of the message, but what it's really conveying to people in mass is that it's okay to not be okay. Just be not okay. And and my response to that is, it's not okay to not be okay. That's not healthy. So if you're just sitting in this place of not okay, um, there's a really good chance that you're not going to be able to get out of that, you know. And that and that's how you know depression and sadness and all of those things work. If you stay there, if you allow yourself to stay there. The, all the more hard or difficult it is to get out of that mindset. You know, so my only message there, which always gets misconstrued by anyone who wants to misconstrue it, is that you have to do the work. Like you have to do the work on yourself. If you're not okay, you need to find a way to be okay. And it's not for me. It's not for anybody else. It's for yourself, you know. And that's that was my, you know, my only intention with the message. And of course, yes, it does. You know, there were people like, that's a terrible thing to say to people. You're making them think that, blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, I'm not making making anyone do anything. We all have free will, you know. So if this message, my attitude when I do those types of videos, I call them the not a therapist videos. Um <laughs> And, you know, and my, my feeling with those, as with any video I put out, um, if you're meant to see that video, if it shows up on your for you page, and I know our, our non TikTok people don't know what that means. It's like the equivalent of the Facebook newsfeed or, you know, the main wall, so to speak, uh, where you get all the content, not just your own stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel like there is, if there's one person that sees that video and goes, oh my God, I need to get myself out. She's right. I got to get myself out of this funk. Then mission accomplished, purpose served. And all the people that didn't like it or didn't agree with it or didn't understand it. Um, that's okay. That video wasn't for you. It wasn't intended for you. And just move on. <laughs> it's, I don't care. It's wild how people think messages are super sharp and super tailored and can move people. Like, guys, you listen to content, you watch TikToks or YouTube videos or Instagram, whatever. And when something comes on and you don't agree with it, it's gone from your memory in the next three seconds. It's not having this deep, meaningful impact on your life. Um, so it used to be like the big lie in... in, in uh, crisis trauma care, like don't mention the word suicide to someone um, who's having a going through something traumatic because it might give them the idea. It's like, no, we, we discovered that was fake news. It, it, you are, as, as a suicide interventionist, you're supposed to say, have you thought about killing yourself? Have you thought about hurting yourself? Have you done? You're supposed to ask all those questions. So no one, 0% of people watching Elsa's video would have gone 
man, I haven't been doing okay. And this just makes me feel worse about, <laughs> right. about my, no, that, that would have happened to absolute zero people. Okay. That, that's right. just totally fictitious, totally made up. And no one's going to fall into a deep depression because that video made them feel like they're unable to deal with their stuff. Right. Uh, the only impact it would have on anyone, or the, well, two impacts, piss people off. And I'm, I'm sure you pissed a lot of people off. But the other one is that person that you described that's like, yeah. uh, you know, Ali Betts thing is, um, I just forgot what it was. Doesn't matter. She's not here. Uh, but yeah, that person that's dealing with whatever, uh, that's in financial crisis, that's mm-hmm. in marriage crisis, that's in, you know, the <laughs> the republic is collapsing and things kind of suck crisis yeah. and go, whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. I, I got to cast off the Eeyore and I got to, you know, yeah. get back to doing my my thing. Yeah, that- absolutely. Like, you know, we, we have this, you know, and who benefits? And the, and the real question here is the, you know, that I would ask that I would have the conversation with somebody who took issue Uh, with that video or any of the other tough love kind of videos that I've done in the past, which, you know, same types of themes, like you got to pick yourself up. No one else is going to pick you up. You have to do it. You have to do it. And, um, you know, the, the conversation I would have with them is, you know, let's talk about who benefits from what. I get no benefit. Nothing happens to me, good, bad, or indifferent, whether you take this advice or not. I don't make any money off of it. Um, you know, nothing. Um, But who's benefiting from you being depressed? Who is benefiting from you being on um, depression medication? Who's benefiting from you needing therapy? Well, all of those people that you're paying to make you feel better or make you feel like it's okay to not be okay. Because the longer you're not okay, the more money they can make off of you. So you know, who's benefiting off of your illness or your sadness or your um, challenges and difficulties in life. So that's where I would say, take a pause and think about that. Who benefits from your misery? Yeah, exactly. I just realized that I had the chat closed this whole time. So, so sorry. If you've been, <laughs> if you've been chatting, you know the deal. Uh, the Facebook, Twitter, and no, not no. The, the Facebook and YouTube comments come in, but Getter and Rumble, the people that I actually like, <laughs> uh, they don't. So I have to monitor. Oh, so that means they couldn't so. be telling me off this whole time. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I've got to say, and you're gonna hate this, but <laughs> your your laugh now because of your impressions reminds me of. <laughs> Kamala Harris. I know. I know. I scare myself. Joe, I scare myself. It's one of those terrible things. Um, You know, I used to make fun of a college professor who's also a mentor and a good friend. Uh, My undergrad's in trombone. And uh, guys, college is largely stupid. I've always been up front. (laughs) Like, yes, I have a master's degree. I used both of my degrees my whole career. Uh, But there, I, I could have done both of those things without it. So I would have been better served by not having the the, stu- the student debt that I paid off myself. Me and my wife paid off our loans. Like, come on, people. Mm-hmm. Goodness, Greg. The biggest vote buying scheme I've ever seen. Yes. Like, well done. Well done. Whoever well played, guys. Well played. To Joe Biden's little mm-hmm. uh, monitor. <laughs> um, 
wow, man, I totally just uh, ADD'd on what I was supposed to do. People would be offended by that. It's fine. It, it's- oh, I know. Yeah. You know what? Listen, I, I have ADD, so I can um, I can say whatever the hell I want about it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I'm obviously Black for anyone who's not visually impaired. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> but I can only say socially acceptable Black things. The Black community rejects those other things. And I that's definitely ain't con- Black because I didn't vote for Joe I was going to say, well, that's because you're conservative. So you're not really Black. Uh, yeah. 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 Super interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like when people come at me and, and say, you know, if I say anything. So I'm, I'm half Cuban and half German. And obviously, I don't look Cuban. And I probably don't look German either. I don't really know what the heck I look like, to be honest with you. I have no clue. Um I mean, I look at myself all the time, but I don't know what I look like nationality wise. And, um, you know, anytime I've ever said that to somebody and going back long before the social media stuff, um, I have a very, I have like my maiden name is essentially like the Spanish version of Smith. It's one of those names, you know, extremely common. There's 50 million of us, probably more. And don't, don't um, get nobody... Joe Biden the pride trying yeah. to pronounce it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and nobody ever believes me. You know, nobody ever believes that that I'm half, you know, part Hispanic. Because apparently, uh, to be Hispanic, you can only look one certain way. Mm. <laughs> so, who? I, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I break the so rules. Racist. Right? Can you imagine? They're, like they're so racist. They're so the racist. Time. The audacity to tell me someone who was. Born half Cuban, half German, born with both sets of of grandparents um, speaking their respective languages. I mean, I literally would go and eat sour broughton at one house and go have rice and beans in the other. And I mean that very, very literally and very exactly, you know, right down the middle. Um, But because I don't look a certain way and I'm not like 100% and I don't look a certain way, I don't qualify as that, according to them. Now, Wow. <laughs> Talk about offensive, but you know, I'm the offensive one. Go figure. Yeah. I'm just waiting. You know, I'll know that I'll I've arrived, you know, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. celebrity influence, whatever, when I become the new blackface of white supremacy. That's yeah. when I can I can hang my hat up. I'll be like, boom, I'll go in right? to my You'll wife. Like- my wife is white. I'll be like, babe, we did it. We did we it. Did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember what I was going to say, though, because I used to that my college professor friend mentor, uh, you know, I used to make fun of him for one or two things. And I did those impersonations so often that I now do those things. Uh, so I'm yes. one, that that's probably got to be. Uh, yeah, and, and you practice impersonations for so long, like people don't even realize. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. I definitely, uh, Kamala isms have slipped into my, my (laughs) vocabulary. I, I caught, I've caught myself saying, okay, uh, in regular life. And I, and I've like, I I startled like, does anybody hear that? But yeah, the laugh is really, um, I hurt myself when I, when I, when I hear it, I hear it. Yeah. It's bad. I've listened to, um, uh, the other guy's podcast, um, the guy that does Trump, and mm. you can tell he 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 doesn't try very hard. I, I I don't assume he tries very hard, but you can tell that he he tries to make sure that he's his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you listen to enough episodes, and you can hear that like it's like scope creep, <laughs> and it's probably because you know we're not friends. I don't know him, but I know 
uh, as a performance artist, like, oh, this is something that he's practiced. This is something that you've practiced. Right. And in that pursuit, you can really, like, it creeps up on you. It's so yeah. annoying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the price That's we so pay, true. folks, she's, she's surrendered to Kamala-isms for, yes. for your sake. I did. I sacrificed <laughs> myself for you. For you all, <laughs> for your <Yeah>. entertainment. <laughs> the anonymity is really the biggest thing. And I'll never forget, um, all black people don't look alike, but I can't remember if this was Will Smith or Denzel Washington. Um, but one of them was saying that one of their mentors uh, for acting told them to cherish the anonymity um, mm. because it's something that once it's gone... That, that's not something you can recoup or recover. They're famous internationally. They could go mm-hmm. to some little, they could go on a mission trip to some unreached people group. And if they've run lines or cables or whatever, they'll know who they are. Yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah. my gosh, it's, uh, it's one of those two uh, black actors. I can't, I can't remember which one <laughs> I don't know which It one sounds is, more Denzeli. You know, you know uh, they all look the same. So whichever one he is, I'm sure he's yeah. interchangeable with the others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, um, you know, uh, smart is knowing a lot of things and brilliant is uh, forgetting who said those things. So you just say them as your own quotes. Yeah. It works fine unless you're writing it in the paper in college or in the newspaper. Right. Yeah. Uh, like verbal plagiarism doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to, I like to a lot of times just give blanket credit, just be like, if these aren't my words. I don't know who said it. I'll never remember, but thank them. You know, if you yeah. happen to know, put it in the comments, if you know who said this, cause it wasn't me. You know, I'll throw myself under the bus. I don't, I, I don't mind because I, you know, how many thoughts are original in these days? You know, and I hate to sound like so dark and dreary about it, but you know, we're we're all learning from each other and we're all getting information from each other. And there's so much information that comes at you at once all the time, especially um, when we do what we do, because you do have to do so much research and watching and and consuming of different, you know, um, media's, so to speak. Um, it's like almost impossible unless you have a photographic memory to remember where you got something from. But, you know, so I just, I just give blank. Yeah. With, right? <laughs> oh my God. I wish uh, I have the worst memory ever I've taken to, and I've done this for a while now and everybody calls me out on it all the time. I refer to everything that isn't this moment as the other day. So if it happened this morning, it was the other day. <laughs> So the other day I took I do that. My wife calls me out. She's like, that was six months ago. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, yeah, the other day. Same, same. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't this day. It was definitely another day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I keep getting called out for is uh, apparently I say I say stuff and things a lot. And it's my lazy way of just not completing a sentence, you know, not completing a thought. I just go, yeah. So, um, you know, I went to the store and then, you know, stuff and things. And uh, yeah. And and that's the end of the sentence. If people are like... That reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where <laughs> they keep saying yada, yada, yada. Yes. <laughs> she wouldn't yada, yada over the, yada, yada over the good part, which she said, oh yeah, I'd yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seven things. I've not heard that one. Yeah, you're welcome to take it. And you can just say, I don't know, I heard it from somebody. Give them credit whenever. (laughs) Well, then there's all the there's all the misquotes too. And especially about the founding fathers. Good night. Like uh Thomas Jefferson, love him. You know, I get it, guys. He owned slaves. Oh my gosh, the shortest period that honestly, and Americans hate hearing this, but this is just it. The 
triangle slave trade, the Western slave practice, it was the shortest and least significant slave practice in history. Like, that's just a fact, folks. Yeah. Sorry, it, it was, okay? It's uh, not a 12, convenient fact, right? Not a convenient yeah. fact for, for the left. 12 million slaves total. We had 300,000. I'm not an economist, a mathematician. I do have a basic calculator. That's an extremely small set of those slaves. Brazil had millions wow. of, of those same, you know, West African, uh, Ivory Coast, Elmina slave, castle slaves. They had them in France. They had them in England or in Europe. They had, but I mean, they had millions in South America. Mm-hmm. We had 300,000, but just... So anyway. Perspective, right? Perspective is everything. Yeah, oh, I wish, yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I, I could sit with you for probably hours on end and just take notes on all of this information that you have such extensive knowledge on because I, I have very limited and this is like one of my favorite things to do to sit and listen to somebody who knows more about the stuff and things than I do. Like, this is so cool for me. <laughs> I love this. Well, I I use it and uh, I use it as like a rhetorical device a lot when I'm having debates. I love, I love to have debates, mm-hmm. um, and I'm usually really kind about it and soft-handed, especially in person. Uh, and it was funny because initially my wife hated it. Like I could have a knockdown, drag-out battle with someone, and they'd leave. They'd be laughing, crying. We'd be hugging at the end, uh, up into and including with my mother-in-law. And she's just like, "How is this possible?" And it's like, that's my spiritual gifting. I, like, I've like i been given courage for the purpose of having these conversations because it's like, oh, no one would ever say that. I'm like, bull, I'm, I'm going in. Uh, especially with all the racism. Like, how is it that... I usually say, how is it that we're having these race debates here, but not in a country like Brazil? When we're mm-hmm. talking a huge factor from 300,000 to several million. So they had many, 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 many times more. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of breaks down. It, it, we know it's it, like, it's not true. My grandma was right. a German immigrant, you know, mm-hmm. like very near after the Holocaust. Obviously the Mobley name comes from the slave trade. It was one mm-hmm. of those names like Johnson and James and one of those mass produced names. Um, so it's like, I, I know I'm not pretending it wasn't a thing. Uh, and the whole reason I got started on that is because of these misattributions. Like people say, Thomas Jefferson said, if you want to do something or if you want to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that man's life to even allude to something like that. Like he never wrote, said, yeah, telegraphed, whatever. Like he just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's almost like these quotes don't even matter. And then the, the things that the men actually said and their wives and their children and they journaled and they wrote letters, we disregard that stuff. The declaration, we disregard it. And it just drives me crazy. What I don't, I don't mean to turn the interview around and, and be the interviewer here, but I, I'm really curious on your thoughts. What did you think of uh, Hamilton um, and that portrayal, depiction, oh, narrating? so interesting. I don't know why people feel this way. I, it's always, I'm always open to answering questions. I, I think that the interview <laughs> format, you just feel like question and answer goes the one way. Um, maybe I should include that in like the, the emails or something. I have to answer <laughs> questions. Um, I really enjoy the music in Hamilton. I think Lin-Manuel is brilliantly talented. Um, I do not believe... And I will fight anyone on the internet who says this. He is not 
as talented and will never be as prolific as um, uh, Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Um, and just doing an apples to apples comparison, he has, he would have to start writing an extraordinary amount to become even remotely as prolific as Sondheim. Yeah. Um, and, but anyway, he, he's very good. It's that classic, like comparing LeBron to Jordan. Sure. And sure. it's just like, there's a disparity there. Right. Musically, he's a genius. He's very talented. Um, he's obviously a liberal, which almost everyone in New York City is. And the Broadway scene is deeply steep. It, it, there's a lot of nastiness there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my wife is a Broadway level musician. You know, life could have gone that way, and I would be under the stage playing trombone, and she'd be on the stage. Wow! Um, and she was absolutely not. You know, she's she's a brilliant. Uh, singer actress sometimes i say singer dancer actress uh don't quote me on that i don't think she'd include (laughs) i don't think that she would say about herself that she's a a great dancer (laughs) um uh, but singer actress brilliantly talented but it's such a dark place uh broadway Mm -hmm. and even off broadway yeah so lin-manuel miranda he's a leftist um you know i saw in the heights when it was new out in no it wasn't in brooklyn it was in uh we saw. I saw it on Broadway with my mom, who's downstairs. Hi, mom. She's not Aww. listening. She's Hi, playing mom. with her grandkids. Uh, but uh, so cute. <laughs> uh, he's very good. He's a brilliant lyricist. He's very mm-hmm. well read, but he's obviously a leftist, and it shows in his artistic interpretation. Um, you know, just on the nose, it's obviously racist to right. to. It's not racist to do colorblind casting. It is racist to say, well, they've done this with all white people, so we're going to do this with all black and brown and minority mm. people. Uh, and the, the problem there is, guys, slavery was bad. I get it. Uh, we can't treat injustice with injustice. That's a I great get, point. Great distinction and great point to make. Yes, yeah, we, we, we wouldn't allow Jews to massacre Germans. Um, the Holocaust was bad, but we can't treat injustice with injustice. You can... Uh, it's just to do it in the moment. It's mm-hmm. just for the slaves to storm the master's house. It's just for the the victim of a robbery to do whatever they need to do to the assailant. Right. Um, yeah, but we can't. They're they're promoting racism by saying you need to have one of the intersectionality matrix points to be in the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the like two white people that are in the cast. Um, they're in chorus, uh, and they they don't they don't have speaking parts. I think one of them is an understudy for a one liner spoken part, and I'm like deep in the Broadway, so you probably didn't yeah, know. yeah, you know the things. I'm so glad I um, asked you. This is such a great insight. But she, so she, as an uh, as a white woman, she has one line for her understudy part, um, mm-hmm. and but it's normally the black woman who plays the bullet. She she takes the bullet over uh, when it gets fired. Um, but that white woman, she's primarily a dancer, but she's okay. a lesbian. Ah, uh, well. So, yeah. yeah. One of the demographics. Excellent. Yeah, Good it's job. like you, you got to be in that intersectionality be, yeah. matrix. Can you imagine that, that um, you, you know, like the, the application or interview, you know, like, do you fit any of these demographics? Mm, are you sure you're not a lesbian? Maybe, maybe just a little <laughs> bit, because everybody is, right? Would you consider bi? <laughs> Which right? is pretty like broad. The, you could kiss one woman and you're in. Right. Oh, good. Just do that right now. And, and you can have the part. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Yeah. It's, 
you've done it as an actress. We'll put your buy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just put it. Yeah, that'll work. Everybody will love that. <laughs> yeah, so well, they, they know that they need to... Uh, um, man, hats off to anyone who's like a straight, uh, you know, heterosexual man or woman in Broadway. I And especially if you're even going to go as far as to be Christian... Um, Jeremy Jordan, I think he, he's straight. He's married. I don't think he's Christian. He might be, um, mm. man, crazy good. Uh, and it's almost like a guilty pleasure because like, I'm a huge fan of, um, uh, Ben Platt. Ben Platt is like brilliantly talented, but man, if things don't change in his life, he's going to hell in a handbasket. He just mm-hmm. has a terrible life. Um, yeah, but it, it's leftist propaganda, you know, yeah. America's uh, banking system and all of the reliance on debt and all that stuff is bad. The borrower mm-hmm. is slave to the lender. We're talking about all the slavery stuff and you're submitting yourself to the authority, of, right. you know, uh, the, the rich rule over the poor, you know, that kind of huge Dave Ramsey fan here. Yeah. Um, so it's leftist propaganda. Uh, the one thing that I do like about Hamilton mm-hmm. is... I think it's the only thing in pop culture that reveals to dumb Americans, because we're dumb, and especially I was a product of the public school system. Public education is nonsense. The test scores have fallen off a cliff since the establishment of the Department of Education, but I digress. Um, It's one of the only things in pop culture that reveals to the layperson that there were people involved in the revolution um, in the founding of the country that were anti-slavery and it kind of muddies the water because they appear to be black and Hispanic, but they were actually white. They just, Mm -hmm. they cast it in a racist way. Um, But these were white men, prominent white men who sacrificed and who surrendered, you know, their, their lives, their fortunes and their sacred honor for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And Hamilton addresses it a little bit. Uh, Lawrence Robbins dies and uh, they, they talk about Alexander Hamilton wanting to do more against slavery. Now, he was Haitian, but he was definitely pasty-faced. Everyone would thought he was white. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. You know, you ever meet that, like, white Mexican, and they're, like, super fluent in Spanish, and, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, what? And it's like, oh, this is an ethnicity. This is, like, a nationality and an ethnicity. It's not right. mutually exclusive. So, yeah. Uh, Hamilton wasn't Black, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, right. Yeah, he he wasn't. When you think Haitian, you think like a poor black person, uh, which speaks into the immigration lie because yeah, you know, oh my we god, take other countries' best and brightest. Mm-hmm. In reality, they might send money back there for a time, but what the country actually needs is their influence there. And the case in point is one of the literal founding fathers whose face is on American money was from Haiti. How's Haiti doing? Right. Not great. Not not so great. Not so great. <laughs> yeah. So that was a super long answer to what do you think about him? No, it was a great no, that was a great answer. I, I love that. That was you you hit on so many really important things. And uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking about, you know, um uh fighting basically racism with racism. Uh, and the illogic of that, you know, a- another example of that, not with racism, 
Um, but a tiny bit in a way, you know, I, I see a lot. Anytime I make one of my TikTok videos, you know, making fun of Biden, I do videos of uh, being pretending to be Joe Biden's handler. And, you know, she's always uh, just this poor, poor embattled woman who is always trying to get him to say, you know, the right things and not the wrong things. And he says them anyhow, of course, uh, with gusto too, a lot of times. And uh, I always get in the comments, um, the first thing they say, and, and mind you, when I make those videos, I make no mention of Donald Trump whatsoever. It's just about the immediate and exact um, thing that Biden is doing. So if he said something racist, um, that's what the video is about, nothing else. And they always come in and there's always like 50 comments of, yeah, well, Trump said worse. Well, you're a Trumpster, Trump, 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 Trump. Everything is Trump, Trump, Trump. And, you know, and it they, always they can't makes help sense. themselves. They, they really can't. Trump. Yeah, they can't. Like they, I mean, I think they almost break their fingertips on the keyboard, you know, with how fast they are, their phone keypad, whatever, trying to get that comment out. And, you know, my only response, which I don't even bother responding anymore, it's just to whatever. Um, but if I were to respond, I would say, hold on. So you're basically justifying, you're justifying this man saying to the black community, you're not black if you don't vote for me uh, or if you vote for Donald Trump, whatever the exact phrasing was, but that's the gist. You're not black. Um, if you're Hispanic, you probably don't know how to work a computer. Um, if you're <laughs> Indian, you must work in, uh, you probably work in a 7-Eleven. I mean, yeah. right. I mean, these he, are real Biden quotes. That's, that's real, the... real, absolute <laughs> Biden quotes, not like a fuzzy image of him. That's, it could be anybody else flat out Biden saying these absolutely awful things. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of the things. He, that he also called a uh, president of the United States, the first clean black man. Yes, <laughs> he did that was even oh I don't, God. I don't get offended, but I was like, "Dang!" Yeah, that like <laughs> that was bad. Like, if you yeah. want to put like on a list of bad, that's probably pretty high up there. Yeah. And and their only response to that is, "Yeah, well, Trump said, you know, grab him by the, you know what." I'm like, well, you know what? Trump can say that a thousand times over if he wants, because the women that he was actually talking about doing that to are women that actually did welcome that type of attention from. He wasn't saying just go grab. I'm not justifying, but you know, I am explaining that what I know to be true, he's saying something about people who are willing to be treated a certain way because of his financial status. Is, is that right? Is that appropriate? Blah, blah, blah. Eh, whatever. Who cares? Who really cares? You're talking about consenting adults. But you're you're comparing something like that with somebody who's saying blatantly racist comments and they they don't want to hold them accountable for it. Like your oh, only response. I like how men across the nation folded because I played some sports, guys. I yeah. if I've not partaken in, I've at least been present while locker room talk was happening. And I like how all of men across and probably women, who knows what goes on in a, in a female locker room? I don't. Oh my god, Leah Thomas. Locker room talk is really a thing. There, there's, it's a thing. It's something that you would never want to talk about at work or in, in mixed company or whatever. It's it's just real. Like, come right. on. And like, yeah, you know, talk about, let's talk for a minute about hypocrisy. All these people that are like, oh my God, so offended. Watching their pearls. Yeah, exactly. Listen, y'all say lots of comments that are off color, inappropriate, um, you know, objectifying. Although we've 
everybody's done. If you haven't, God bless you. You're a saint. You're a saint. I, I bow down to you, whatever. But everybody has said things that are um, offensive, objectifying, you know, it just, do you see young girls at these boy band concerts screaming, ripping, trying to rip the clothes off of these men, you know, and not just teeny bopper stuff, you know, adult women too, throwing oh, panties R. on Kelly stages. concerts used to be rated R. Yeah. 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 I mean, the stuff that goes on consentingly, willingly, um, mutually participatory, is that a word? We're calling it a word if it's not. Um, you know, so everybody stop clutching your pearls that Trump said something vulgar, you know, um, because I, 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 I've got a, I've got a potty mouth on me, Joe. So, you know, I'm not offended. I don't really care at all what he said. Um, but you're comparing the two and it's just silly to me, you know, own it, just identify it and say, you know, it's, if you find it, it's fine. If somebody got on there and was like, well, you know, just, just for the record, I didn't like the types of things that Trump said that was real crap, but this is terrible too. And he shouldn't have said that. And he owes an apology and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is unbecoming of a, of a president, of a leader uh, of the country. The, the real problem is it's a cross between a red herring and a straw man. But mm. the big red herring is you're talking about something that is, that is verifiably racist, sexist, prejudicial, whatever, that someone said and that Joe Biden said, and they want to make it about, oh, well, let's talk about the ambiguity of this other guy. It's like, no, 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 no. Why do we give him a reprieve? We're, we're talking about Joe Biden. Exactly. We're, we're not talking about. And what if, to kill the whole argument, what if we just see it and we're like, yeah, Trump is a terrible, racist, fascist, uh, white supremacist, whatever. Like, we agree. Now, can we go back to talking about Joe Biden? Right. I wonder if like, that would diffuse no, them. They, yeah, we would get crickets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would probably get like crickets, you know, if, if we just said, okay, fine, you're right. Fine. We'll go with that. Sure. 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 But sure. Biden's sure. Definitely. less racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He somehow. uses racism for good. Yeah. To, oh, to, yeah. Yeah. And, and his, they just they make excuses. They're like, well, what he was trying to say was no, no, no. crap. Yeah, bull. What he was what trying, he was to, trying say to say was say? he doesn't want his children going to a racial jungle. Yes. <laughs> That's what he was trying Remember to say. Remember that one? And that was long before the days of stuttering, Joe, you know, that, that lifelong stutter of her, of his, you know, there was no stutter there when he said that. I heard that pretty damn clear. Yeah. 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 Makes my, makes my head explode. Or the fat shaming, you know, when he... When he <laughs> When he just called that guy fat, like it was his name. Yeah. Gosh, I can't even speak through it because I'm like thinking about the clip of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll there, I mean, <laughs> there are so, so many incidents of him saying things that you just like as his handler, as his pretend handler, I'm like, oh, every time. And, you know. I, I like the one that you did when the handler says that we're going to flip flop. And then there's... <laughs> There's the other person in the meeting that's like, that's the exact opposite of what we said. <laughs> She's like, yeah. it's not gonna matter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was a recent one police. too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, you know, and the only way I, I had to make that video the way that I did with humor, 
because I, I really like, I was, you know, I'm, I get like really red and blotchy when I get really angry. It's very unattractive. And I was getting so angry when he was saying the things that he was saying. And, and what he was saying was, we don't it makes have you feel rumble. like you're crazy. Yes, exactly. And, you know, he was like, mumble, 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 not defund the police, mumble, mumble. We have to fund Fun. the police. And I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm sitting by myself. I'm looking around going, it, Am I crazy? Because I feel like I'm crazy right now because we just listened to you and you people talking about defunding the police. Your entire platform was based partially on defunding the police. And now you're like, oh, we're all about funding the police. That's been our stance all along. I'm like, when I was in high school, one of our little text lingo things was AYFS. Are you freaking serious? (laughs) And that was my response. Like, are you kidding? Are you can this has been your platform and all of your little black minions out here, Stacey mm-hmm. Abrams, Maxine Waters, the you guys have been the champions. You've got t-shirts and bumper stickers. And, like, and now you're just like flip. We need yeah. to fund them. They need to do everything. Like what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he will like he doubled what? down hard on that. And I was, you know, I'm like, well, you son of a gun, you just took all of our words that we've been saying for some time now, like verbatim, everything that yeah. we've said that, you know, all of the requirements and expectations of our law enforcement officers, um, are, you know, psychologist, uh, um, social worker, blah, 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 you know, the whole works. Um, he literally took that all verbatim and he's like, oh, so, okay. Well, not him, obviously his speech writers and handlers. And they're like more training and more money, more money, more training, more everything. We got to treat them with respect and, you know, let them do their jobs. And it's like, what if I don't make fun of this right now, I am going to lose my ever loving, you know, what are you going to make any, I don't know if this is your bag, especially Guys, there are so so many different types of law enforcement. There's everything from sheriffs who are elected and their deputies, police departments that are usually run by a police chief who's appointed by um, a mayor or governor or whatever. There's state, there's federal, there's all that kind of stuff. Obviously, federal law enforcement is in shambles right now. And I'm not talking about all of them. HSI, I think that you guys are a wonderful agency. You keep your head down. You do Homeland, particularly human trafficking, mm-hmm. counterproliferation, interdiction. I get it. ATF, uh, I think that your agency is unconstitutional. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, DEA, I think the drug war is a massive failure. Uh, too. But yeah, FBI, like you can't wait, you can't live a day without hearing Department of Injustice or Federal yeah. Bureau of Injustice. And yeah, so I mean, I would appreciate some videos about them. I think that they would be really funny. Yeah, you uh, know what? I think I think that's actually an excellent idea. And I will credit you in uh, in the comments section there for that idea because you're absolutely right. Those would be some really, really great videos to make. And and uh, we're on the same page with that. I completely agree. I and- mean, I can't talk about that. We'll talk about this after the show. Uh, but there could be so many funny skits about the planning meetings to raid uh, Trump's place. What a great idea. We have to talk about this afterwards. Let's do a little collaboration. How fun yeah. would that be? But it's like having, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't, can't say on the internet, but from gotcha. past experiences, it must have been a wild, 
a wild man. <laughs> had to have been. Had to. I want to be. I'd want to play it as as that one guy talking sense. <laughs> that one guy talking sense in the room. That's that's how I'd like to play that and yeah. the the response and reaction to that. <sighs> man. So yeah. interesting. Uh, I, I can tell you all this stuff does not uh, foster any love from, you know, and, and by design, by just everything, by everything that they do. You know, we saying that anyone in this administration is stupid is is a great disservice to ourselves because they're not stupid. They are oh, far yeah. from it. They yeah. are far from stupid. They are playing. They have been playing the long game for a long time. And we're we're playing catch up. We're playing catch up right now, and and um, you know we're behind, but we're we're catching up. But this was the long game. Um, shake up your trust in federal agencies, you know, all of those things. Now they're going to make it like you know. Now they're going to turn it around. Here's my here's my unprofessional opinion of that. They're going to turn the whole thing around now, you know, because they already started. You know, our police are good. You know, Kamala's saying some similar things. Um, and attacks on, you know, federal uh, on police officers is not acceptable. You know, all of the things they're starting to say now, um, that's because they want to, um, you know, they want to take over the entire uh, police force. You know, they want to make it a federalized thing. And that's where that's where their angle is probably going to be. Like, we have to protect yeah. them and defend them. And this is what we need. And they've got an angle. And, uh, you know, we just have to be super, super aware and, um, and fight against because they want us to continue to hate law enforcement and say, you know, something has to change. It has to be dismantled because people are already saying that you got to dismantle the FBI and start over from scratch. Oh, how convenient for the left to start over yeah. from scratch. Yeah, well, well, we'll do it. Oh, sure, 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 sure. We've got that, yeah. I did hear one good argument, though, for starting a new one because mm -hmm. they could call it the Federal Bureau of Justice, which is or the Federal <laughs> Justice Bureau, FJB. <laughs> that would be magical. I would that like would to see that. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Those badges would be great. Oh, so good. I love Man. that. So uh, we are over the hour, but I, I just want to ask you one last thing just to get sure. your take because everyone, everyone is, um, I don't know. I'm not a, so you always feel like you have to preface things like this. Like I'm not like a super prepper. Um, do we purify our water? Yeah, that's because we don't like drinking gross water with toxins, not because right. we think that uh, water isn't going to be available next week or whatever. Do we have guns and ammo? Yeah, because I'm like a black redneck. I don't think, it, you know, <laughs> if, if civil unrest is going down, I am uniquely trained and equipped for that. Do nice. I think that's gonna, like, like, no, I don't, I don't think that we're going to, it's going to be Red Dawn next week. Right. Um, but right. One just, of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just like on that scale of whatever the scale is, like zero to total collapse. Like, how are you feeling about the food stuff and and all of the things? Yeah, just all of is, the things. What is, what is your just like, meh, or just yeah. like your your pucker factor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I'm somewhere in between. I'm very aware uh, of the possibilities of how quickly things can turn. And change. Um, do I fully expect that that's going to happen? 
I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. So what I, what I think is, is I think we should, and as we should in life in general, be prepared for possibilities. And, and I think, you know, knowledge is a great thing. Uh, know how to do the things uh, that you need to do in order to keep your, because <laughs> you know, I like to be very specific. Funny place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's, it's important. because of the big tech overlords. Like yeah. you, I I got a message. I'll just say there's a thing called the Carver Matrix. It's how you analyze threats, um, mm. or it's how you identify targets and, and analyze uh, weaknesses from incoming threats. Like, uh, you know, if someone were to attack your house, would they use this store or this store? Well, let's Carver Matrix it. Or would they would they attack you at home or at work or en route? Well, let's Carver Matrix it to figure out what the. I explained this and I got a like a warning type thing from one of the big tech people. And I like, it's emailed back and I said, well, this is bullshit. Like I've, I've been trained in training this to people like this, like I'm an expert in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if, no, 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 if I can't talk about this, then who can? Right. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, but and it tells you on the right track, the things Things. Uh, you can say the things, the but things. you can't say Carver Matrix on right. the internet. Um, so you know who you are, and I'm still you know. streaming on you. So I hope that you send me another one of those stupid things. Good. You tell them. <laughs> anyway, I, yes, I interrupt. I, no, no, no. That's okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, as as small as knowing how to grow your own food. Like, you know, I know, and I know that sounds like, oh my God, she's a crazy survivalist. No, but you really should know how to grow your own food. You know, you should know. Um, What's the sur- downside of knowing how to grow food? Yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah, like it's just like basic knowledge that I feel like everybody should have. You you should be able to grow your own food. Um, you should, yeah, you should be able to be self-sufficient. You should have the stuff and things to um, protect yourself and your family should the need arise. And um, yeah, uh, prepared for possibilities. I think that is, I think that's, that's where I'm staying with that. Prepare for possibilities. Awesome. Well, guys, Prepare for possibilities with your stuff and things and, uh, and you know, read the books and, and do the stuff and things. Yeah, I feel like this is going to, I can't say st- stuff and things, it kind of flows. So if you say it too much, you will definitely uh, start to say it. Uh, this is the Joe Mobley Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. If you're a podcast listener, I love your reviews. I love your reviews just more than the ratings. You know, someone just leaves a rating. Uh, I like to read the reviews. You can always send me an email at ask.djmobileyshow.com and make sure that you... Da, 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 da. I love it when the internet works right. Follow uh, Elsa Kurt. Her website is elsakurt.com. It's right below our talking heads. It's also... Click of a button on the podcast. You can follow her link, her LinkedIn. No, you can follow her TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's like the opposite of LinkedIn. I just got booted from LinkedIn. No. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be honest. I was a little upset about that because I LinkedIn was the only social media I had, and I've built a very robust network there. Um, I've met with LinkedIn top voices. Some of them are friends. Um, Wow. Yeah, I was pretty bummed. And, uh, well, I can't talk about that. I, I'm pursuing all avenues with that. But um, because uh, I read the policy and then 
they did the classic thing. Oh, not that policy. The first mm. one we said you violated is actually this one. Mm. Um, the first one was spam and scams. Wow. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, it was that same episode that I was talking about the Carver Matrix. Oh, how, co- how coincidental. Here, you know what? Here's what I said about the Carver Matrix. Let's bring it on up so people can... Uh, people can this is what's super spooky about it guys okay so and then we'll end the show so this is the carver matrix it was developed by uh united states military circa vietnam war um to do you know the stuff and things um but carver so it measures the criticality accessibility recuperability vulnerability effect and recognizability of a given target they've got you know the example here is water intake, power center, sanitation processors. They carver them all out. Each letter gets a number. You add up the numbers and you see 11, 18, 11. Oh, the sanitation processors is where it's at. Um, now, the re- what I said about the carver matrix is to familiarize yourself with it. Put yourself in the mind of the, the World Economic Forum, You know the big, the faceless, nameless overlords, and ask yourself, and you've got Solalinsky's, you know, eight rules for tyrannical living. Ask yourself, how would I do it? Use the Carver matrix to ask yourself, how would I do it? This is what they did in Red Dawn when, when they were saying they were looking at troop movements and equipment and, you know, shift changes and stuff like that. You're getting all that human intelligence to know stuff, but the practical, tactical application of it is to put it into a Carver matrix. So all I said to the audience was, Familiarize yourself with it. And just as an experiment, if you wanted to seriously disrupt economic supply chains, if you wanted to um, disrupt the functioning of a nation or a state or whatever, Carver Matrix it, what would you come up with? And and then think about things that have been happening. That's all that I said. And they pulled your plug. Yeah, and I got... And it was the only strike. It was one strike done on LinkedIn. Wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's very interesting. Hey, this is the first time I got to Carver Matrix on YouTube. So we'll see how they liked it because I was uh, in YouTube jail uh, we'll recently. find out. Don't, uh, don't hashtag it or anything. <laughs> yeah, goodness gracious. Anyway, I stand by that, guys. It's something that... Uh, you don't only have to use for military. It's actually, if you scroll down in the Carver Matrix, you can use it for business, for measuring risk, or for measuring product launches, which pro- product when, what business line when, you can Carver Matrix it. Uh, but anyway, they don't care. I'm conservative, so they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to closing the show. Follow Elsa Kurt. The website is elsakurt.com. It's down below. Follow her on TikTok, not LinkedIn. I don't know. She might be on LinkedIn. Who knows? I'm there. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there. there you go. It's not as funny <laughs> as TikTok, though. Not uh, not nearly as funny. People are like, oh, the data, the data. Are you kidding me? The data? Look at the apps on your phone. Look at, right. do, do you have, do you deal in all cash or do you swipe a plastic card? Right. Uh, even if it's a debit card, that consumer data, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, how about every time you tell Alexa to play a song for you in your kitchen? Come on now, people. Yeah, every, everyone's <laughs> Alexa just turned on. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. I say all the things. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Hey, this. Hey, that. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, make sure that you follow her. You don't have to do the post while you're listening, but you could. It could be a a fun little thing, you know, just an insight thing that you guys have going on. 
uh, with the Elsa Kirk show. Elsa, thanks so much for coming on. This was a blast. We'll have to do it again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. All right, guys, that's all we got. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.